first by some DC United home game. Yeah, we need to Hey, Rooney is the coach. Eh? Hey. Uh, he said I'm seeing the white pele. So <laughs> I asked, what's his name? <laughs> They're not bad. Go on one, lost one, won one. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Benteki leading the line. Benteki? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and this guy, you. that guy from Leeds when they save. Who? Click or whatever. Click. click. Mm. Hey, yeah. oh, but that isn't it too early for him to be in MLS? I, mean, I thought he was good. Hey, not bad. I don't, know why, I don't know why Leeds are not, we're not, we're not playing him. But you know okay. the thing about what you call it, MLS, I just feel like <laughs> if they, they just have to invest some more money into their league, Bro, they very soon they'll start, they'll start they'll start catapulting up the standings in terms of international football. Yeah, they should bring they should bring Messi. And I saw recently LAFC have parted with uh, sorry, partnered with um Bayern in terms mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. academy setup and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, they yeah. have those things going on. Um yeah. what's it called? Then they like they already have the infrastructure. So that one is not a problem. They already draw crowds. That one is not a problem. It's not a money issue. They just have to invest and then before you know it yep the mls will be a top six top seven league in the world <laughs> anyway top seven you I mean, know what league is bad and in fact let's 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 start off this episode <laughs> by you know giving a scouting report i'll not lie to you here whatever team signs mohammed kudus has a star <laughs> he's strong, he can dribble, he can pass. This is honestly, I'm not exaggerating when I say this is the best Ghanaian player probably we'll see in our generation. 100%. I can't think of an attacking talent, yeah, coming out that week in, week out, I'd actually go and watch his highlights. Just to see what he's doing. If you see what he's doing in the air division, yeah, like I know some people are like, oh, but Anthony, this, this, this. Oh, but this guy has twenty. Oh no, they said that like I actually used to post Anthony highlights and then confuse people, blah blah blah. But yeah, Kudus is a goal scorer, Charlie. I can't lie, he has impressed me so much. But anyway, that's just on her side. So let's kick it off with the weekend's fixtures. And honestly, we'll go in descending order. So let's start from the top this week. So we'll start with the team that's first. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that happens to be Mika Atete's ass now. Um, they continue to be five points clear at the top ahead of um, Manchester City. So... Going into this past weekend, a lot of people were saying that, you know, away game to Fulham, it's a tricky fixture. You know, Fulham are seven, they've been playing well, they are vying for Europe, so it's going to be a test. Arsenal ended up scoring three goals in the first half, and honestly, I don't know if you guys saw the game, but I watched it, it could have been easily 6-0, and this is just in the first half. Team set. (laughs) 
Second, and you know, I want to shout out one person, Leandro Trossard. When, you know, I remember sitting here on a Saturday when Fabrizio broke the news that Chelsea had beaten us to Modric and their owner had flown out to like the Ukraine or wherever the fuck Shakhtar are and that Modric was... I was very distraught. But I want to say for the 26 million we paid Brighton and Hove Albion, I mean, the way the season ends would, would, I mean, would decide. But for now, it's looking like a, a bargain. Trossard becomes the first Arsenal player since 2009 to record three assists in one game. And now, as an Arsenal fan, it's nice to have that dilemma where Gabriel Jesus is back. But you, you are not certain if he should go right back in. You know, he has to earn his place in this team. And this is what we have uh, been crying out for for years. You see, when I was saying that they should drop Nketiah, people on Twitter, I'll mention like, names, but Papa, but Papa, but Papa, tell me to tell me that I am picking on him. But no, you see, since we, since we inserted Trossard, Five games on the bounce, winning. So overall, it's a good display. Continue to, you know, and City played before, so the pressure was on the one. But yeah, it was a good display. I think one of our better displays this season. Still a long way to go. But what did you guys make of, you know, Arsenal beating Fulham? Impressive. Impressive. Like, you know... It had a Man City feel to it. You know, <laughs> Thank you. Like, yeah. What a away description. Game, yeah. Away game to a team that has been doing well and it's 3-0 by halftime. Sets the tone. Yeah, but also I would say the film since Paulinho got yeah, suspended, yeah, yeah. they've lost all their games. So Important to mention. Yes, also that's factor. But hey, yeah. it's just one player. You guys are playing well. And I think that bump you had was just a bump. Mm. And if all you park with you, I'll start booking my tickets to London for the parade. Yeah, start booking <laughs> the final game of the season. Uh, <laughs> you have I to know, take time. I know some Arsenal fans, or my my friends are telling some Arsenal fans have already started tra- planning their travel because mm. uh, this is a once in a lifetime. Honestly, event. honestly, yeah. once in a lifetime. Oh, 24 years. Yeah, oh, Mamana. No, twenty nineteen since we last. Nineteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mamana. What do you think? You catch the game. What do you make? Um, I think the way the way you can describe it is cruise cruise control. And what what was impressive to me was this is supposed to be a tricky game after coming back late night from Lisbon mm. on on a Thursday. Fulham yeah, have been resting the whole night. week. Mm. Game plan here on how they are going to disrupt Arsenal. It's an away game as well. And then, pa, 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 3 now. Um, I think, Trossard, I don't know what you guys make of this, but I feel like Martinelli plays better mm-hmm. like through the middle than he does um, out, out wide, in a sense, when Trossard is in the team. Exactly. Um, and I just saw that as like an interesting tactical... Because like ever since... Trossard has moved more. And I feel like Trossard is also more comfortable like on the left than he is as like the false nine kind of guy. So 
just I I don't want you guys to make of it, but I just saw that as an interesting wrinkle because Trossard used to start down the middle and Martinelli on the on the left. You see, so what I like best about a player like Leandro Trossard with you know the high technical ability and high IQ, similar to Gabriel Jesus, is that it allows for more fluidity in our attack. Do you understand? So he's able to take up deeper spaces and it gives Martinelli more freedom. You see, when Inketia was in the team, because Inketia is such a central striker, Martinelli is forced to be a typical winger. Now, mm-hmm. Martinelli isn't going to beat you with, like, let's say, stepovers or, like, you know, kind of... Like, he's not Hazard. Let me mm-hmm. put it that way. Or, like, a Neymar. He benefits from being able to interchange. So, so far as one defender cannot say, okay, Martinelli, either go past me or cut in, that brings the best out of him. So that's that's the first aspect of what players like Trossard and um, Jesus give you. And that's, that is greatly beneficial to us. Now, another thing which I believe is key for us now, yeah? And, you know, I've been thinking like, okay, if we do end up winning the league, who's going to be the player of the season? It, it's very difficult to pick out a standout player in Arsenal. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's maybe testament to just how good we are playing as a team. But right. I must say this, and it's linked to what Koku said about Fulham not having Paulinho. Man, Thomas Party is literally like... He may not get all the shine, but he's the most important piece in that team. Because he allows us to have that control. Koku talked about the Man City-esque going to an away side, controlling mm-hmm. tempo. That's all party. That's literally all party. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Jorginho gives you stuff going forward. But in terms of just being able to disrupt and then, you know, slow down the play, control tempo. There was a point in the game, I don't know if you guys saw this, where he did this cry thing. Yeah, <laughs> to completely take out two players. In my head, I was thinking, yeah, we literally don't have any other player in the squad who brings what he brings. So to me, that's the unsung hero of the team. But all that being said, yeah, good win. I still 11 games to go, man. And, and nah, that's know, a lot of games. Yeah, that's a lot of games. And, of games. you know, let's, let's move on to the champions, Manchester City. Before we, we touch on them, I, I just have to say Patrick Vieira needs to be sacked. Um, <laughs> you know, in the 20 years since they started recording shots on target, no team has ever gone three games without recording a shot on target until Crystal Palace. They've been 12th for like majority of the season and they are now in a relegation battle. <laughs> I'm sorry, he's an Arsenal legend and all, but he needs to go. But yeah, Man City, yeah, Crystal Palace. Tomorrow. Man City Crystal Palace late goal from Highland penalty what did you guys make of it? do City look like the same City of old? you know a lot of people were talking about how you know they aren't as cutting edge funny enough they beat a team 7-0 today but based on the Crystal Palace game do you guys feel like this is a typical city team? 
I mean, on the whole, I'll, I'll, I'll have to say yes, because even though they may not be as, let's call it pleasing to the Ooh, eye, yeah. like, yeah, they, 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 they have what? 61 points from 27 games. And like, if you go back and check at this point, what yeah. the typical City teams, what points had average. accrued. Yeah. This is around what the typical City teams with all the fluidity and their passing. This is the points tally that they typically accrue. So, um, I don't think we, that's like a fair judgment to say like they are not a typical City team. I think, I think they are. Um, one thing I just find interesting is is Guardiola's, let's call it tinkering. Um, because yesterday, or well, not, not yesterday, um, versus Crystal Palace, it looked like he started with four CBs. Um, mm-hmm. They said two DMs, two wingers, oh. <laughs> a 10 and a striker. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, it works for them. I mean, Ake... Having a fantastic season, Diaz is back. Akanji to underrated signing of of the summer. Um, and John Stones, that guy can actually play everywhere. I remember there was a time where at Everton they were like, "This guy is ball playing enough; he should be playing DM." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, kudos, kudos to Pep for all of his his tweaks and stuff. Um, what do you guys make of? Erling Haaland's... I guess, I mean, now he's scored, what? That's five goals in a game. So, um, but he seemed to go through like a, a mini drought. Of one game. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen. Okay, Coco, go ahead. Oh, I don't have much to say. I think... Yeah, you know, he's in a good team. He's a good striker. So I mean those two things do go together. Um City. I mean Al Haaland won the league because it's his first season. No, but you know, in but today's interview, yeah. He, he did say <clears throat> he said something very interesting to me. He was like, I believe Jamie Kaiga asked him, you know, what what do you think? Um he was like <clears throat> You feel as though this team brought you here to get them off their hump in their Champions League. And he was like, yeah. City have won four out of five of the last Premier Leagues. They know how to win the Premier League without me. But like, personally, he feels like he can get them over the hump in the Champions League. So definitely, City want to win the Champions League. Hey. <coughs> in terms of... Said it, he, yes. now, his time now will be judged. Hey, they can win. If they win, this guy will be insufferable in all of the press conferences. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I think he deserves it. I mean, yeah, he definitely deserves hey. it. Winning three champions is not easy. But my question to you guys is, seeing, okay, 11 games to go, we know City often have this streak where they win like 10 or 12. If they go, the further they go in the Champions League, do you feel as though, basically, do you feel as though they can challenge on the two fronts? Because it's not often, yeah, where City are chasing and then they are doing well in Europe. Do you understand? 
18-19, they went out quarterfinals. 17-18, the same thing. Uh, 2021, they won the league but lost in the final. So, you know. Um, last season, out in the semifinals. And all this is added pressure, like, to win a Champions League. So, this time, they are chasing the league. Do you feel as though it's going to get to a point where maybe City and the Champions League semifinals, they are playing Bayern, they're following lead? Do you feel as though there's a point where out of these 11 remaining games, they can drop points? Do you, basically, I'm asking you, at any oh, point yeah. in this 11-game span, do you see Man City dropping points? They are not getting more than, in my <laughs> opinion, 27 from the 33. That's not bad. That's, six points. that's yeah. That puts them at 88, 88 points. points. Yeah. So if Arsenal hit 90, you guys will win their league. You know, Mara, <laughs> let me tell you something. I've been thinking about this year. That, okay, let's get to 90 points. But I don't want to see it because last year, remember top four, you were saying get to 70, get to 70. Yeah, it wasn't to 70. It got 69. And it was 70, right? Yeah, it was yeah. 70. It was 70. It is true. But, Koku, can you, see, like... can you see in this title race going down to the wire? You know, things. as an Arsenal fan, I look at certain games and go like, hey, you could drop points there, you know. Because to me, yeah, I feel like if we're going to win the league and why I find it, I'm still not fully in and like I'm not buying tickets to go to London, blah, blah, blah. I feel like we have to win every game. Sincerely, I do. I feel like we have to win every game. Honestly, yeah, I just think you have to match City's records. Like, see how City played before you. If City win, you you win. If you play first, you win. I think Man City can win all their games. And that's what they, they can't they can't possibly win all the games because they play you. So that's one one swing game. Mm. So if, if you win that game has, and then you match their record. One. Sorry? I think they face you guys last by one game. Yeah. Oh Chelsea. Yeah, we too will be there it, to make sure somebody that's not win. It, yeah. it will be dependent on let's say if Chelsea are trying to get into the top four. That's when it's a challenge. Like oh the top four is gone. I don't think so. Have you looked at the table? Yeah, we're 10 you, points behind. Trust, the game literally, you trust, 11 points. You trust Chelsea, but... It's not that I trust Chelsea, but... Top four, two points ago. Maybe I I can see I've us finishing... I've seen the Premier League so many times. Do you understand? I can see us finishing fifth, but top four, top four is gone. Like, they'll be around there. Does that make sense? Top four around there. We'll maybe. definitely have a say in who wins the title, because we play everybody after. Mm-hmm. We'll also have a say in who, who finishes with, because we play everybody... We play everybody up there. But in terms of actually being there ourselves, no. We if we if we picked up wins versus West Ham versus Southampton, maybe. Because that's five extra points and that puts us on like forty two, which is where Liverpool are right now. Then oh yeah, we are in the running. But after those points, top four, top four is completely gone. Well, <laughs> Chelsea. Uh... No, but you do realize Liverpool have to play Spurs. Then yeah. Liverpool have to play City. We have to go to Anfield. It's honestly you have to play Spurs as well. I oh no, we no, played, no, you played, played them. Oh, you played Spurs. Eh? Yeah, uh, we okay, lost yeah, them too. So 
it's, it's yeah. sp- spares my permit. They might. They are, they, they are starting, you know that thing where Hurricane is threatening to leave. So they will finish <laughs> One game, one game a week. One game a week. They're out of everything. Eh? Okay, so before we, we move on from the title contenders, I just want to ask because there's Europa League this week. Do you think it will be more beneficial for Arsenal to, let's say, maybe concede some 82nd minute penalty <laughs> to Sporting and then play one game a Thank week? You. Right now, yeah. no. Or do you feel as though you know, keep it going. Challenge in the Europa yeah, League. As, challenge, as, challenge. 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 I, I feel like now the time for tanking has passed. At this point in time, losing is a habit. You don't want to ah, lose. True, true. So you just try. If intentionally losing, it sends the wrong message to your players. Yeah. And I think regardless, like, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not, next season, you also have, that's why the father is not Thursday. It's two, mm. two games. Tuesday, Saturday is as bad as yep. Thursday, yeah. Sunday. I think yeah. you want to your team, you want your team to get used to that schedule. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why everything Hag takes it seriously. Because if you want Champions League, it's still the same thing. And if you want to win games, the Champions you League, have you have to do it. You have to play your strongest team. You have to play your strongest team, regardless. So yeah, it's just the... And like Man City are also going to be in this now because like they have the FA Cup coming up and then mm. they are in Champions League is at the business end now. So they'll be playing uh, basically in FA Cup, yeah. if you have a double game week, they might might as well have a double game week as well because because of how their fixtures will be scheduled to the end. So yeah, because thinking uh, what pensive last but you you lose the title on last game of the season. Jesus. And then know, Liverpool fans, they are strong. You're out of Europa too. Then you're going to just. <laughs> yeah, your season is like almost. In second. Yeah. yeah. It's a Liverpool yeah. season. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's a good point. And the next season, now, I think that's to try and drag them back up. Back to yep, again. Yep, 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 yep. I feel yeah. as though the most important thing this season is winning a trophy because, like you yep. said, oh, yes, yeah, sure. winning. Winning is important. You need to build that culture. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. Eleven games to go. But yeah, let's let's move on to the top four race now. Let's touch on Liverpool first. They beat Man U seven 0 and it's funny. A lot of people said this. They won't be surprised if they drop points to Bournemouth. Why is there so much inconsistency with Liverpool? Like, we all thought, okay, 7-0. Well, at least I thought, okay, they've gotten some momentum now. They are really going to push on for that top four. Because I don't see them coming back versus Madrid. So, probably they'll be left to one game a week. But then they go to uh, Bournemouth. Lose Salah misses a penalty. Why this inconsistency from club team? And do you feel as though, despite this inconsistency, they can make top four, or that sort of inconsistency is going to be their downfall? Because if they finish in Europa League, their boy, that's looking long for them. Yeah, no, this, this is a very interesting question. I think the answer is. Mm-hmm. Two folds in the sense like 
If you look at all the games that they won in this, they are. Have you seen? I'm sorry, Mona. When they come back in, their fixtures are horrible. Yeah, they play City, Arsenal, Chelsea. Yeah, Mm -hmm. City, Chelsea, Arsenal. Oh my goodness, this way to be won and lost. In in, you know, you know, you know the funny thing. Liverpool fans are like they are not. They they won't be surprised if Liverpool come out with like seven out of nine points versus those three points because. Those are three teams that they can counter-attack. Attack, yeah. And in this recent resurgence, or mini resurgence, if you can call it, if you look at the Everton game, they counter-attack them. The Wolves mm-hmm. game, they counter-attack them. Yeah, the United game, well. maybe only the gap goal, in my opinion, the first one wasn't like a counter. The, counter the, re- the rest of the goals were all transition goals. Now they go to Bournemouth. Bournemouth are like, yeah, two banks of four, two strikers will press you in our 18 yard box. There is absolutely no space for Liverpool to... It's a counter-attack. So, mm-hmm. it depends on the kinds of setups they face, in my opinion, between now and then. Because Klopp has, I feel, fully transitioned them towards, okay, let's let's just try and counter-attack them. Because mm-hmm. now they, they don't seem to be able to break teams down from open play as, as well as they were able to do last year. Um, I also think that's due to the fact that they don't have wingers that can go 1v1 anymore. It has to be like pace or nothing. Like, if they are not outpacing you, they are not really getting back. Well, apart from Salah, mm-hmm. Gakpo and Nunez mm-hmm. are not a, yeah. the same as Diaz and, and Mane in terms of their 1v1 ability. So that's why I think, I mean, I still I still have confidence in them because they are just the kind of team that can win 12 games on Spain and then everything is rude because they did that. The season that Allison went and scored that header versus West Brom. Yeah. Yep. So I won't be surprised if they do those heroics again. Um, but for the most part, yeah, it's looking dicey for them as well. Okay, what kind of fixtures are doing? Horrific. <laughs> it's My question very is okay, so you we it's clear now they are a mainly counter attack team. But do you feel as though if they come up against a team like City, where very good at keeping the ball, you know, good at keeping possession, they have that cutting edge ability, do you feel as though they would struggle versus those kind of teams? Because they try to counter Real Madrid. You right. understand? And then it's backfired horribly. It would, it would yeah. be by counter. Like, what's a counter attack? Okay, so <laughs> the way I see this Liverpool team is that yes, mm-hmm. they sometimes play on the front foot, but they are deadliest when you are in attack and they get like the ball, they get the ball, then they allow Nunes to have space in behind or Gakpo. Just basically, oh, that? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that was. Club's whole philosophy at the beginning. Or... At the beginning, yes. Mm, like winning but, the ball fast mm-hmm. and in attacks. Yeah, but so against the quality teams, yeah. not to say United is not a quality team, but like also. obviously we all think that match is just a one-off. But <laughs> against the quality teams, do you feel as though that style of play might be difficult? Because even against Newcastle, even when they're down to 10 men, Newcastle still created some chances, you know? Yeah. So I think, like, to effectively do that, 
you have to make the game a 50 50. Mm. and then when we give me 50 50 if the other team also likes having space mm-hmm. they can play around your press that's what madrid did mm-hmm. like you're making a 50 50 game with people like venetius on the wing and madrid in midfield <laughs> so yeah so i think most most and liverpool games historically to their 50 50 like end to end yeah what if Arsenal, that one will be interesting. That, that's... That will be interesting. Chelsea, to have no idea how the game will go. I don't know how Pata will have a sleep for that game. It's at home, so... Yeah. Chelsea will try to play. <laughs> um, but you can get to Liverpool. So I think that's where... I don't know. Good luck to them. I mean, they disappointed me against Bournemouth because it just shows that... It just... They are just back to... They know who we think they are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like I thought this was now resurgence, and then they go back and they've lost. So I think that's also they didn't play after they played, they didn't play for a week, right? Before they yeah. played, yeah. So I think mm-hmm. some they didn't have any European games. I'm realizing that you can lose momentum when you play once mm. a week. Mm. When you, that's why I think that's why I was saying, man, why we don't actually mind it three games a week because you build on that momentum, you go and play in Europe. You're confident then come winning is a habit. Yep, the adrenaline yeah. keeps you going. But in Liverpool, they what beat us 7 0. Then they, they were at home for one whole week. And it was like, Charlie, not much had changed. Yeah, maybe they got used to it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah. Okay, yeah. so let's let's talk about the other top four contenders. I want to start at White Hart Lane. Oh, yeah, that, <laughs> that's what they call it. Oh, sorry. Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Um, They beat Nottingham Forest 3-1. This is the thing that annoys me about space. Let's talk about their European fixture face. So, <laughs> they played AC Milan at home and, you know, PSG were already out. So, I went to watch the last like 30 minutes. Space played with not like a lack of agency but just a lack of quality you mm. know it, it's antonio conte so i went to look at his champions league record <laughs> it's actually quite horrendous is that very, the worst very, of the top very, very, very 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 bad i think <laughs> he's the typical definition of a league manager because yeah. clearly knockout com- i know you won the fa cup with chelsea but Knockout competitions aren't a strong sheet. So now that Spurs have one game a week, you guys feel okay, they are now in their bag. Because after they lost, obviously everybody, Hurricane needs to leave. He should go to Manchester United. This, this, this. Boom. Spurs go and win. Uh, tomorrow, a, a phrase from exp- uh, expression. Um, he said that Spurs are like. Uh, an absentee father that turns up to their child's funeral. They show up when it doesn't matter at all. (laughs) Do you think now that the... Let's see here. The pressure is off space. Do you feel as though now they can make top four? I know Koku has talked about the experience they have in getting (laughs) top four. Do you think they'll do it again? Or do you think this year they'll fall short? 
Because I want to cast your mind back to Leicester a couple of seasons ago. You know, we all thought they would get the top four eventually. It didn't happen for them. And mind you, this time, they are not going up against a young Arsenal side. Most likely, their main contenders are going to be Liverpool, who also have experience in this department. If Liverpool beat Bournemouth, I can't mm. take them seriously. Mm. So I think that's the problem is who is the West? Nobody is consistent. Who, maybe oh, let's add Newcastle form. in there too. Let me look at the form table. Maybe to help us. Because Spurs' form isn't decent. Like they win two, lose one, draw two, win one. That kind of thing. Liverpool as well is pretty sporty. Newcastle hadn't won in five before this weekend, but they have two games in hand on Spurs mm-hmm. and are only four points behind them. So I guess, yeah, you can throw Newcastle in in there as well. I tell the form table we are doing badly. <laughs> so the form table is for it's Man City, Arsenal, Liverpool, Spurs, then Chelsea. Yeah. The last five games. Hey Chelsea, you guys mm-hmm. are fit. Oh, lovely, lovely. But I, a lot of the teams have like seven points. You guys just have mm. oh, okay, okay. zero goal difference. That's why. Mm. So if you look at the form table, it's been neck and neck. From what I'm seeing, it's never point space. Yeah. They're both inconsistent. What about Newcastle, yep. though? Because it's like they were starting to fall off, but they picked up a good win against Wolves, you know. I like the fact that they dropped Callum Wilson because... For someone not to have scored a home goal since October, there was no reason why he should be starting. And Isaac, you know, st- stepped up, scored a brilliant header, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Do you feel as though Newcastle can find that groove again? Because importantly, Almiron also scored. I think their best front three at this point in time is since Maximan, Isaac, and Almiron. That then they can nice play. They can play. <laughs> they can play Joe Linton when he comes back from injury and mm-hmm. Willock as the two eights, and then Gumari has passed there. to Amiron with serious. Yeah, oh. yeah. he'll end. <laughs> and hey. for me, is 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 sad because they lose some of that technical ability when Longstaff yeah. plays. But I mean, no, no offense to Longstaff; he's a great player in his in his in his in his own right. But going forward, you can see a lot of the moves break down or the ball falls yeah. to long stuff in the middle of the box and just because he's not he's not in those positions but he wasn't brought up as like a finisher yeah. his his strike is in the purest that sort of thing so when Joe Linton is back fit maybe that's the the new move for for the end of the season um because they had become very still in front of goal I mean they don't really concede a lot of goals but scoring they had they had been struggling to score for a while I've been struggling to score for a while. Yeah. But, fact, I've got a, mm-hmm. It's even money on this. And even larger form table. The last eight games. Mm. <laughs> and, you know, Spurs have the Spurs are third. Mm. As now, Man City. The Liverpool are like in 10th. Mm. So, on this small sample size, over yeah, a long like a space. And... If you if you guys had to put your money on, because I 
I don't see man you getting dragged into this at all. Oh, we will be okay. Yeah. Who do you think? Who would you put your money on to finish fourth? Oh, space. I would have put my money on Liverpool and then they went to disgrace me versus Bournemouth. So now, Spence. that team does not get my money anymore. Yeah, Spence. Like That's what a smart Spence money will be. It. Yep. Spence will... I think... Newcastle... Newcastle Newcastle is too early in their project for them to be doing Champions yeah. League. They were... Yeah. Look, yeah. last season they were trying to avoid relegation. Yes, and Crystal Palace are last. No, no, no. Last we'll get to last we'll get to Patrick Vieira. If, so if, if we simulate the next 10 games, we will get four more points from the next yep. 10. Mm-hmm. It'll be... They'll be... They'll be... Because we'll get to the relegation battle, but anyway, see, just to end it on the, the top four, because I think the relegation battle would be nice to talk about. I think, yes, Spurs have the experience. Liverpool, I think them getting top four will heavily depend on the big games they play. So if they can beat City, if they get points versus the other big teams, I think that boosts confidence. And maybe they can slowly creep over the line because with Spurs, Spurs are going to lose to another quote-unquote smaller team. Another team, one team that's battling relegation is going to beat Spurs. Do you understand? So if Liverpool mm. put some consistency together, they can make it. Newcastle, I think they are too early in their process. And I want to say this. So fifth and sixth get Europa League, yeah? I think Brighton are going to find a way to make it into the Europa League. I don't know who they pip. I don't know who they, they beat, you hmm. know. They've played the fewest number of games in the exactly. league. Exactly. And they are still around in the Which means there. there will be a weekend where Brighton will play on Monday and Thursday and Sunday. Hmm. Because the Premier League, hmm. after the last weekend, like <laughs> you can't play any hmm. games. Yeah. Yeah, they play tomorrow. Yeah. Then. Yeah, and then they'll play on the weekend as well. Because yeah, they're not in the... Are they, wait, are they, are they in the FA Cup? Yep. Yeah. Oh, so that means they'll not play the following weekend then. Because the following weekend is FA Cup, or? Isn't this... Oh, this weekend is FA Cup. Oh, this, this weekend is FA Cup. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, okay. That makes sense. Then maybe that's why they are playing midweek. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. So... It'll be interesting to see there. So now, let's touch on the relegation battle. And I want to start us off in South London. Patrick Vieira is committing crimes over there. Seriously, like, let me not lie to you. I want to applaud the patience of every white Crystal Palace fan. <laughs> in the world. Yeah, they are showing elite patience because... This is horrendous and atrocious stuff from Crystal Palace. Seriously, for them to be dragged into a relegation battle and, and go and look at their fixtures. Just go and look at Crystal Palace's fixtures. Guy, yeah, I don't see them picking up points anytime soon. 
they come to Arsenal next, and I'll not lie to you, eh? although their defense is pretty decent, attacking-wise, is the most... I've never seen a team this bad at attacking. It's like there's no plan. You know how certain teams... It's basically like the coach draws the goal. It's like Patrick Vieira says, once you cross midfield, you're on your own. Zaha. <laughs> do, <laughs> Zaha. Do what you want. Do you understand? And it's, it's very... I don't know. This is, this is really bad. We talked about how they've been 12 for months, but they are fully well in their relegation zone. You know, what's stopping Crystal Palace from going into free fall? You, I think, yeah, in terms of relegation, one of the three teams in the bottom three right now will survive. There'll be a team that will pull a surprise. And look at, I want to keep my eyes on Southampton, you know. New young coach. Maybe they can pull off an escape. And maybe one team from the top. Right now, Crystal Palace and Leicester. If I'm their owners, no matter what happens, even if we survive next season, I'm coming. Oh, in yeah, you can't go with the same manager. Yeah, 100%. But what do you guys make of the relegation battle? Charlie, hmm. from 12 to 20, if you're not safe. Yeah. Bro, they're only like, separated five points. by five points. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> huh. That's serious. You see, at five points. Like, Everyone has come to stabilize. Mm, and now they are okay. Hmm. Man, that's serious. Wolves, I thought Wolves were doing well, but yeah, it, they started it badly. Falls down. <laughs> I think they started badly, so they had a lot of catching up to do. Up to do yeah. And the, I think the problem, the interesting thing about the relegation battle is that like, the team for 12 to 20 will play each other a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they'll decide their own fate. Fate, yeah. It's like a mini league. Now, this is pure backlist. Pure. Pure. <laughs> every, every game, like, there's a must-watch game every weekend. Now. Yep. Must-watch. What do you call it? I'm I'm pretty certain Leeds, Southampton, West Ham, Leicester, everything. They were all watching that Bournemouth-Liverpool game, banking on Bournemouth to be slapped by Liverpool. <laughs> Like then all of a sudden Bournemouth get the three won. points, Can then it's imagine? like, oh my god, we hmm. now have to play. Yeah, it's it's, it's... Ah. so it's like a it's like a mini league. So mm-hmm. I guess the things are like Palace, Wolves, Forest, Everton, Leicester, West Ham, Bournemouth, Leeds, Southampton. Who is the best team out of these to win this mini league? And then who are the worst teams? So I'm looking at like I said I the West... best team is Leicester. Mm-hmm. Really, no West Ham. No West Ham for me. So that's the team, like maybe Leicester. Maybe who, okay, let, let me put it this way. Leicester were Madison place. Let me which, let me let me put which that. Team, <laughs> which team is the toughest to go away to? Maybe Forest. I know their home record is good. Yeah, Everton, Bournemouth. Everything just because of the dice factor and stubbornness. Yeah. Leicester is not difficult to go away. All these teams yeah. are so shit. Because <laughs> they all have less than 30 points. Mind yeah. Leeds yeah, too is not difficult to go away. Mm-hmm. Southampton is not difficult to go away. But then again, they've beaten us twice. So maybe Leeds and Southampton, let's put them down. 
This is the last team. I can't lie. I don't think Bournemouth must be the last team. They just seem to be a group that... Like, also, everybody... Is that group that seems ready to fight in the in the trenches? Because like I looked yeah, at the scenes versus versus Arsenal, yeah. You'd have think they are lost Champions League final. When that Reese Nelson goal went in, yeah. some of the players collapsed to the floor like their lives were over. And is that fight that spread that I think will will just get them to 17th to 16th? They'll they'll be near to the end of the season though, but they'll just narrowly escape now, in my opinion. So it's now. Who else will go down? Exactly. Like between them and everything. My thing is which team can go into free fall right now? Because when you look at Wolves, yeah, they beat space. But Wolves are not necessarily hard to beat. Mm. A team like Everton, if you catch them on the wrong day, they are difficult to if they score first, you are dead. Yeah, they scored 34 seconds. Down, yeah. That was it. They didn't attempt to attack again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've got to <laughs> yeah. Man. I look at Palace and Forest, their away form scares me. Because they've picked up three points the whole season away from home. They can't mm. win every home game. But I don't think they need to. I mean, if they have four home games left, two wins and a couple of draws, just go unbeaten, then they should be fine. Because that would give them two they wins. Haven't give them Forest th- away. Who asked not having played Forest they away? We haven't played Forest away. Okay. Neither have Chelsea, lost. I believe. Oh, they might, we haven't gone there. Yeah, they United, you haven't gone there. They might beat us. Um, I don't think Chelsea have played Forest away, no. No, no, we haven't. We put them at home. Yep. Let's see the arrow. And that's already three games, you know. Hmm. A difficult yeah. game. That's on stretch. I mean, it will, it will come up to the games. What was that? There are some four-game stretch in April, and if they make it, it will be safe. Mm. Mm. Who did they face? A man, you Liverpool, Brighton, Brentford. Then some Southampton, Chelsea, hey. As- Southampton, Chelsea, Arsenal. That's how Southampton <laughs> game is the final. That's the difficult. Game. The end of the season against Palace. Man. That Palace game is also a final. Man. Tell you, I want to thank the script writers this year. Yeah, hey, this year. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, this year, the prem is hot. Man, they might. So you look at Forest. That's another one, hmm. man. Also, some very shit teams will be lucky this year. Very. Leicester and West Ham, they'll survive. We, I think, we'll, they'll definitely stay up. But they cannot go into next season with these managers. Yeah. Because it's it's been really bad for Leicester in particular to have these few points at this stage. Mm-hmm. It's really bad. The team, the team I feel for the most is actually West Ham, because lest we forget, they shelled out a pretty penny on the likes of Emerson, Paqueta, Skamaka. <laughs> um, <laughs> they also bought 
some center back who unfortunately for the uh, guy he was always injured and then i think he started playing a couple of games now which is why they switched to the back three yeah. the uh, moroccan guy yeah um but when when they were investing this money from a conference league spot at the beginning of the season i don't think they imagined that they'll be fighting for 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 relegation mm. and unfortunately for them too rice has after this season he'll have one year on his contract so they have mm-hmm. to sell somebody will be sniffing around for boeing somebody will be sniffing around for 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 now to be very nice in united i can't like a very nice rotational piece wait, 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 if, can play? oh for now can do a job on the wing easy oh, can. easily uh, easy. easy and then you can also play as a 10. Yeah, he's a willing runner to yeah the pressing <laughs> is not a problem for him and then he chips in with goals um i've been seeing him in the two-man midfield safe they 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 will they will be losing some some plays leicester as well i don't think madison makes it past this season with them if you want a nice backup winger have you balanced very bounce. direct end yeah. product as well so for me, that's the scary thing for all of these stuff. Even clubs all the way up to like Palace. Like, if City come in for Ulisse saying they want like, oh, their next right wing prodigy, mm. you can't say no because Ulisse you haven't necessarily you haven't necessarily <laughs> shown the ambition to to improve yourself. Oh, bro, so. This year, dear, let me not lie to you. The relegation teams. Yeah, some nice pieces. They are very nice pieces. This not yeah. for us guy, Brennan Johnson. Uh-huh. If you want a willing runner on the right, mm-hmm. take him from there. Simple. There are some Even nice pieces. have like Onana and friends. See, me like this, eh, Leeds, Willie Nyoto. What is he saying? <laughs> Willie Nyoto. Adams, no, midfield option. Yeah. Guy, go ahead and take people. How about Walker Peters? <laughs> Ah, even this new Southampton, Alcaraz, I like him. I like <laughs> him. Pa. The guy is looking vibrant in the midfield. <laughs> yeah, I just feel, I don't know who come out this agent is in, but I have to lock him. <laughs> oh, man, what a season. <laughs> Palace and... Yeah. No, I mean, too, but they sound racist. That's the exact thing I was, <laughs> yeah. I was like, she should actually not be in the job, but they don't, there are no other black <laughs> managers in the league. Yeah. Afraid. <laughs> <laughs> His friends have all left too Lampard, Gerard. He's next. Isn't he the one that he was a niece and they sacked him? <laughs> yeah. That guy is shit. Just. <laughs> Hey, shit. Like, Palace Because who did this and Roy Hudson? What's the difference? <laughs> Roy Hudson was around. <laughs> no, no, no. Roy Hudson was around. <laughs> <laughs> Were they ever, like, in a re- relegation fight? Oh, maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe, I mean... Maybe, yeah, maybe, like, maybe, like... Just 15, 16... Sorry, yeah. 16, 17. But that was it. Like, they were always comfy me table. 14th, 12th. No, think, but yeah. is it this why right? supposed to change the style of a team? Hit star managers. Because we were complaining that Palace used to play three DMs in midfield. 
So VR2 went to play only say easy. It sounds nice, and, uh, They are losing. <laughs> the guys thought he was Pep. Oh, Ezzy doesn't even play again. I think the guy is just confused. Yeah, like, he, doesn't yeah. His, hard. he doesn't know his strongest starting. Yeah. Like, I can't like see balance. Zaha is Sam, not their striker. Sambi Lokonga in midfield. Because <laughs> the, guy, the guy likes to play strike like he's on the wing. Mm-hmm. And he has like the security of a touch line beside him. Bro, they can come from your left and take the ball too, you ball know. From you, yeah. They need honestly, I thought they were doing something good with um Eduard up top. Are you on the right? Zaha yes, on the left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was some then maybe Eze in behind them, two sitters. Yes, play the ball. Then okay, if 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 Zaha or Ayu is tired, you bring on Olisi. So now attack an already tired defender when Jordan and you are random ragged. But I mean, I'll not lie to you. I can't feel sorry for somebody that is still playing Nathaniel Klein. Me, <laughs> every time I watch them, like surely there has to be an academy project prospect somewhere. Like Nathaniel Klein in 2023. It's his own fault. You are bringing on Joel Ward. Hey, no, <laughs> ah, no, 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 no. Like, me, I'll not lie to you. Yeah. But I guess you can't you can't overhaul the whole team in one season. So oh, this but season let's has not been forget overhauling what central defense. Cool. But this is not his first season. This oh no, yeah. second season. Yeah, this is second season. It's so maybe more than season, ample time. In the third season, he'll overhaul the attack, and then maybe. as many attack, they've signed two strikers. Charlie Mateita and uh, the other Mateita, one. <laughs> also signed a couple of wingers, but we don't see them. Huh. Okay, so. I did that. Yeah, he needs to yeah. find out what his strongest phone for is. And stick with it. And I'm seeing Schlapp is getting run of games. Yeah. He doesn't know his team. Yeah. But it is, it is almost April. How can you not know your team? And he went to also play one game a week. What do they do? The like, week? Instagram <laughs> videos. Honestly, now these managers are shit. How can you play one game a week and then you are suffering? <laughs> you can't even say that there's no time to implement your... Your philosophy. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, now that we've gone through the whole league title, before we go into predicting, just quickly. So, I've been seeing, because the summer is almost here, this is where, you know, some of the transfer rumors start, so on and so forth. I think this is the time of the season where you realize as a fan, okay, in the summer, we need to strengthen here, here and there. So, just a few interesting rumors, yeah? So, I want to start off with Chelsea, and this is more of a departure. So, Mason Mount was in the Chelsea squad. You know, mm. I personally thought, okay, injury or something. But, you know, days later, there, there are some stories leaking out into the media that he's fully yeah. fit. Emphasis on fully. No <laughs> knock anywhere. He was just dropped. Now, for those of you who don't remember, Mason Mount actually assisted the goal that won Chelsea the Champions League less than two years ago. And now he's on the brink of being frozen out of this new Chelsea squad. Mawena, mm-hmm. why is this the case? <laughs> to be honest, I don't know. I hope, I hope he stays. 
me I'm a firm believer in missing months. Like the the things this boy can do. He's good. Yeah, and I keep saying this thing that of all the youngsters in the world, Messi shouted out Mason. Like that's the goat of football. Anyway, um, <clears throat> I think the the contract situation is just unfortunate. Um, I also think we're not hearing the truth in terms of the stories being leaked to the media. Mm. Some side, for instance, someone came out some time back and said Mount wanted three hundred thousand. That is unequivocally false. Like, and that way, pay have it. No, 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 no one, no one, no one ends. I'm trying to think. No one ends that money. Maybe Sterling, Lukaku, but like, Habes and Kodo don't end. They don't end. They don't end that money. Um, now I'm hearing. Oh, the sticking point was he didn't want to sign a seven-year deal because at the end of the deal. You'll be like 36. Hey. You wanted 24-year-old to sign a seven. You people are weak. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. That, oh, okay. Years. Seven years no, is not feasible. Let's just cut it down to like four or like five. Four. Yeah. Mount, mount. Because ah. me for him, yeah, me too, I'm not signing a seven-year. Because what happens is Look at when you are... King. When you're 25, sorry, when you're like 28, that's when you get your last big payday to set yep. you up for life. For life. <laughs> Wait, why are you guys so, getting these big contracts from like seven years? Whose idea is it? Oh, no, it's a loophole. Oh, it's just amortization of, yeah. Uh, so you guys don't finances. want to be caught with FFP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, Mona, let me, to the Mudrik, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say he flops, but he's on an eight-year deal. Mm-hmm. How yeah, that's you, that's the how do you that's the him? that's the risk that the club have accepted to to bear. Hundred M's and sixty six, and and we get exactly. That's the but where K is in Chelsea? I forgot. <laughs> Where's the last time he played? Oh, he came on. Me, what I want to know is love this cheek. How do you talk? We even talk about it with you. About the game. Hey, Mona. Ah, so, so three, three wins on the bounce. Yeah. We are seeing Shout some of Potter's bright information coming back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What have you seen different? Are you, is it just back to the wall? Like Charlie, all hands behind our back performances yeah. because, you know, you guys are under the cush. Or you're seeing some actual progress um, currently? Not really. So I think... In as much as like we have been slating Potter for some of his his choices, he was trying to get the best out of what he had available. In a sense, like even though Cucurella was fit, quote unquote, he was going through some off the field um, stuff, so he was not really being being played. This is yeah. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> um, what do you call it? So one, I think. A month ago or something like that, he just his his they just had a new kid, so his wife oh, just gave birth. But before that, like a couple of weeks before that, they broke into his house and begged hey, him to place. Yeah, so he was he was going through some stuff on the off the and field. They've been robbing footballers, bro. They've been robbing a lot of footballers. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Hi. Um, God damn. That's that. Some players were out, so of course we're we're, we're playing some interesting formations, four two three one and stuff. Um. 
but now it looks like we found the 343 system that suits mm-hmm. i want to say 80 to 90 percent of the players maybe it doesn't suit like mudrick the formation of before he came oh <laughs> i wouldn't call it the formation <laughs> that was there before he came because like how he plays it is different from how oh, Tuko plays it because like yeah. Tuko played it almost in a three two five where like yeah, the wing backs were really stretching the width yeah. but Porter doesn't necessarily play it that that way yeah, yeah. he doesn't necessarily play it that way more like a three a two three interesting and four. I mean was three two five that's like what Man City play right now yeah yeah summarizing just all even Spalletti said it there are no more formations honestly yeah really <laughs> Me, okay I don't know how you guys view it yeah but like I look at formations in two different ways on the ball and off it yeah mm. do you understand like yeah they can bring something on paper that they'll show on the TV but when they get the ball, let's say some teams will attack in a 4-3-3. Yeah. Defending, then they're in like five at the back. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Very, yeah. There really isn't a set thing. Yeah. Plus, like, like, I stopped trusting that thing that they show on. Because it's all the production they, they companies that choose, yeah, where mm-hmm. they think the money. They just give them a list of players that are starting, basically. Yep. And they... They try and yeah. piece piece their stuff together. I'm sure, yeah. this is NBC crowd. They're like, they think, they think bro, they are so confused. Yeah. They, they are don't so know confused. where. Yeah, they must too. But the people I hate are the Paramount Plus people. Oh my god! Well, Henry has some attitude. In. <laughs> no, like you can tell, he hates being a pundit. Yep, he, uh... he wants to be a manager so bad, but boy, he go Monaco. People have forgotten me. I'll never forget. I was, yeah. bro, I was analyzing him praying that he will come and uh, replace Emery. After some game, I said, Charlie, Emery is not bad. Charlie, then the guy went to America, they sacked him. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> this is easy. Even the Belgium crowd, they have sacked him. Hmm. I, I thought it was even because Martinez left too. I didn't know they sacked him separately. <laughs> yes, I never know. Come on, uh, all in all, you're yeah. impressed. Um. Yeah, yeah. I think you guys are playing this weekend, right? Yeah, we're playing this mm-hmm. weekend. Um, Why playing? I don't know who we are playing. To be honest, I don't. I don't, I don't look too far ahead to to. Everything at Stamford Bridge. Then yeah. I don't look too far ahead to the games because that's just like setting yourself up for failure. Um. But I've been I've been impressed with. I won't say necessarily the defense as a whole, but yeah, like the defense. And then Loftus Cheek actually, I've, I've been I've been impressed with him in particular because dovetailing for for Reese, he's, he's, he's actually looked very solid. Mm-hmm. What have you made of Fofana coming back into the squad? If that guy did and not come back, where's where's Oh, Badiashili is there. Badiashili is there. You people, it's like you say, okay, for two weeks you play, then two weeks. <laughs> Right, no, you see, <laughs> here's the here's here's the here's the thing though. I feel like someone like Badi Ashili, it's rather unfortunate that Thiago Silva gets injured and then all of a sudden like we have to switch to the back Martin, three and then bring in yeah. because like he was he was one of the 
bright spots mm-hmm. going forward. Although he had a very shaky game against Southampton, but um, that's like neither here nor there. Unfortunately for him, it's just Cruella is now playing in the form of his his, his Chelsea nice. career. Three games, yeah. Um, I saw his stats. He recorded the most tackles in all of Europe's top five leagues last. Wow. <laughs> I mean, sorry, not last season. This this weekend, yeah. Um, but one thing, mm-hmm. one thing I want to shout out is the in-game tactical tweaks from Sir Graham because we had I I had not seen it the whole the whole season. We had been playing four three four two three one. If we are losing, still the four two three one, everything. But this game, I think Leicester also played like a three five two or three four three on paper. But Madison was in like the free role, and in the first half, he and Drewsbury Hall were causing us some problems in the half spaces. So what does Potter do? He pulls off Joao Felix at halftime, brings on Conor Gallagher, and then asks. Havers and Mudrik to be playing as like the split strikers. That kind of isolates the attack, but it gives us more balance in midfield and then we play well. Then Leicester decides to change to their 4-2-3-1, 4-3-3. What does he do? He pulls off the wing back, pulls off, he pulled off somebody else and sends Mudrik wide, wide left, mm-hmm. Havers up top, Pulisic on the right. We still had a three in midfield with the back four. I was like, okay, this is what we admired at Brighton. Thank you mm-hmm. for starting to do it at Chelsea again. So, I don't know why it took him so long, though. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if the, the size of the club or... I guess maybe he was just getting to know his players and what yeah, they, so. are, what they are listing out. Also, yeah. he started Mudrik as number nine in this in this game, yeah. which I thought was interesting. Um, there was one chance that I think typified why he probably played him there, the one where he passes to Loftus-Cheek yeah. and Joao Felix decides to run offside. Um... Yeah. But I don't know what you guys mean of that. It was it was, it was an interesting it was an interesting Good cameo bitch. from him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, please, 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 please. Come on out. Yeah. I know he's scoring at the Emirates though. That one yeah, I can tell you. Charlie, you guys yeah. <laughs> he's he's definitely scoring Wonder at the Emirates. Celebrate. Yeah. Why shouldn't <laughs> he celebrate? Is he a national player? He'll run and do the drug bar at the corner flag. All <laughs> is wicked, Papa. The guy celebrated, oh, Papa. Oh yeah, wicked guys. Anyway, um, so that's a nice segue. So let's let the first game we preview: Chelsea Everton. Um, we know Everton are come to park the bus, like from yes. <laughs> there's for those of you who want to know how to play Harambo, Sean Dyche has a masterclass video on YouTube. He will tell you how to. Just park the bus. Mauna, is this the game for me, Mount? <laughs> so, I want to say, I, at this point in time, yeah, I'm really trusting Potter's decisions and when he wants to put players back into the team. Because he took out Kukurela for a while. Now Kukurela comes back, he looks like well best left center back. He took out Chilwell for a while. Chilwell has come back on form. Kulibali. That guy has been solid for the past two or three games. So, whenever he decides to bring Mason back into the fold, he'll be... Yeah, Charlie Secretima. Whenever he decides to bring Mason back into the fold, he'll be... He'll be... He'll be. My only issue is like, where is he going to play? Unless he's going to replace Mudrik. So, Mason will play wide left. 
and then Felix wide right have a top top. That's possible. What happened to Sterling? Sterling is currently Sterling. injured. Look. Ah. Yeah. Again. Yep. Yeah, hamstring strain. Yeah. Oh. Raheem. But me, I can't lie. If you have the squad we have here, if somebody has a strain, don't play them. Like, don't risk it. We are not fighting for anything. Yeah. Oh, Champions League. Anyway, so are we all going for a Chelsea victory? 1 1. Oh, I think it will be a draw. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with 1 0 Chelsea. Have it header. <laughs> then we're there. Anyway, another interesting game this weekend before we get to Sunday, I think Forest versus Newcastle on Friday. It's at uh, mm. Forest Stadium. If they want to stay up, is this a game where they have to... I wouldn't say necessar- unnecessarily say win but pick up points by all means <laughs> they can do it though going for a draw they can do it yeah mm. i think no 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 yeah i'm gonna go for a newcastle win i think newcastle win slender on that one um Okay, a very interesting one and a must-win game for Leicester. Leicester Brentford. Guy you lose. Brentford will be there. Two 0 Think so. Yeah. That's added pressure for uh, what's his name? Uh, Rogers. Hey, Brentford Rogers. have two games in hand. Wow. wow. That defense of Amate Suta and. <laughs> Faust, Faust. <Feist. laughs> <laughs> I saw Jenny Evans is back safe. Yeah. When the Faust guy got red card, that guy is shitting. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually one of the worst centre backs in the Premier League. I promise you. Okay, so another very honestly, the Premier League every week they are nice matches. This is a hot match: Wolves versus Leeds. Wow. Whoever loses is going down. <laughs> wow. If for Lopetegui, if he doesn't want to be dragged back into, you know, the real dog fight, it's a must, must win. He win this game. It's a must win. Yeah, it's a must win. Because I'm seeing if they win, they start to create a gap. Yeah. On Leeds and Bournemouth. Because now they're on 30 points. Mm-hmm. They have to win. If Leeds are serious... No, but Leeds, Leeds, Leeds have developed some stubbornness of Leeds. Like, all of a sudden, they are battling in games. Didn't they draw 2 2 versus Brighton? Yeah. But I don't know. If you watch the game, the chances Brighton are missing in it. You see, the thing with Leeds is that you definitely get chances. Mm. Now, with Wolves, Wolves and don't this take is also chances. another crazy stat. A central striker has not scored for Wolves in over a year. That's yeah. ridiculous. Oh, when I now, saw that one, must be dubbed his peak. When I saw that one, that goal he scored was the first goal of his first goal of the season. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's the that's the problem right here. <laughs> so I think whoever recruits the attackers, yeah. they're doing a horrible job. Because that's you know, last season too, they had a problem. Trinkau. 
Everything yeah, by Where there's crime. Where there's crime, what's around? They sat him back. What happened to the Fabio Sova guy? Oh, Charlie. He's an underlegged or something. He's on loan Oh, at least that guy was showing some promise. You know they signed like three strikers last season. Him, hey, where is Kunia? Crutone. He's injured. Costa too is injured. Hmm. Wow. But yeah, it's going to be honestly. I think if Leeds have any hope of staying up, I know it's away from home, but it's a must win. Last season, Leeds won that game three two. I quite remember. But yeah. Hey, but Patrick Bamford is back. My striker. Fuck that guy. Anyway. Yeah, I saw that Jorginho Rottweiler guy in <laughs> Hey, anyway, he's Southampton space. In space, yeah, in at Southampton Stadium. Southampton. Can Southampton do it? They can do it. Can, if yeah. there's any team that I think can make a great escape, I have that feeling it can be Southampton. Bro, the manager has that attitude about him. That and the look, most yeah. importantly, yeah. he has the look. Yeah. <laughs> The guy came into the press conference this week. I think they have. A, they might have. Do they have a midweek game? Uh, I don't know if they do. Uh, yeah, versus Brentford. Mm-hmm. He, he came into the press conference. He, like, he doesn't understand why a lot of the media talk has not been about his team's performance at Old Trafford, but about the Casemiro red card. <laughs> it does not make sense. I so, said, okay, fighting talk. They were quite good. They were quite good. Mm-hmm. Although we have to play with Tamein for. 70 minutes. <laughs> but they're not bad. Like, and I think what I like from them was their pressing. Mm. They didn't actually, they, their pressing, they really worried us. They have yeah, some really. nice young talent too. Yeah. Lanavia, Bella Cocha. It's not bad, not bad. Yep. But one guy that I realized why he didn't make it at the big stage, Nitzlin Mouse, or whatever they call him. Nitzlin Mouse, oh. The guy is shit. To be honest, then, I feel like <coughs> okay. This 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 might be a segue. So say you're a player, yeah. Mm-hmm. You in your heart of hearts, you have all the characteristics you believe to play central midfield or left mid. Okay, mm-hmm. but every manager that has come to you, I said, bro, you're a left back at best. Mm-hmm. Why not then turn around and say, okay, I want to be the world's best left back? Yes, where is this imagine. where is the desire to see themselves in a particular you maybe? See, and it's funny, he should learn from one of his teammates, Theo Walcott. I remember there was a season that Walcott was adamant that he was a striker. <laughs> and told Venga, don't sign any striker, I'll do it for you. Venga said, okay, that season, Theo Walker scored nine goals. Isn't he even funny? Do you, do you see the pan? He scored nine goals. Next season, he came into the media to say, oh, he thinks he's a winger. Kwasia? Kwasia? <laughs> he should, you see, this is my problem with football. If it, the guy went to Roma, Mourinho said no. <laughs> like, no, send him back. <laughs> Like, it's just, they, I don't know, and it's always the young black boys that are doing this. <laughs> Sometimes you have to be humble. He will be, he will be. He said, I'm not a winger. <laughs> I'm a workhorse. <laughs> Imagine if Joe Linton said he was still a striker. Sometimes you have to be humble. Hmm. <laughs> ah, well. 
All the best to him. All I know is that I don't know what money we can because Southampton won't sign him. Southampton won't sign him. Ah, he's still a national player. Yeah, he's on loan. Oh. I don't know what money we can. Him and Pepe. I don't know what money we can get. What Pepe is? Ah, bring Pepe back into this super team. No, Saka, no, no. Saka cover. <laughs> no, bring Pepe back into this super team. I'd rather, rather, rather have Omari Hutchinson. <laughs> I never want to see Nicholas Pepe again. God. That is Lille and pay. I want Lille to be from Oh, I remember oh. I bought a body one. I've not seen him again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure by now the guy did this this in agent too. Because they because even Maduweke, Maduweke next season he'll go alone. Maybe even back to PSV. Because Oh, all of these guys will be here. Trust the process. Hey, you know, you have like 14 niggas on your books. Hey, yeah. what is funny when the season has in order and go come back? Yeah, but it was some season, Pepe scored. I can't lie, yeah. 16 has in order. I think it's over for him. Actually, what season was that? What? He scored 16 goals. One thing, Leo. Oh, Arsenal. Maybe Ooh, Pepe. season. Yeah. Second, he scored 10 in the league. I think 16 all competitions, yeah. yeah. No, no, there was some season that Pepe was the talisman. I remember the Emery, yeah, that, yeah. that Europa please, League run. Please, please, please. The guy <laughs> came on and scored two free kicks. Please, I think that was the weekend please. that his wife was pregnant or something. Like that. He please, came on and scored two please. free kicks. Then he oh, took please. the ball and put it under his shirt. Please. Well, he's no, still okay. young. This is prime. Yeah. Pepe is almost 30. Oh, he's 27. Please. Man, please, please. Please, oh. please, <laughs> you are giving me PTSD. Please, uh, Pepe, then you get the ball, dribble. He has beaten the man, then you turn back in. Hey, no, no, it's okay. No, but I you see, right now, yeah, another thing about Ateta that I've realized is Ateta is great at coaching the wide attackers. Yeah, but how he had two years, Pepe had two years well. with him. Pepe had two years with him. Sometimes some people like to be the understudy. They don't like to no, be no, the top no, no. Pepe, Pepe, please, please, please. I want. I don't like this. I want to hear Rafael Liao. That's what I want. Right forward, ever backward, never. Hey, so if you sign never Liao, go back. Martinelli, is, you the No, Martinelli might have to go to Milan <laughs> because <laughs> that's it. That's game over. If we sign Leah, we are cooking. Look, this summer transfer window, I'm not like you. I'm very worried about what Man City will do because I'm sensing an overhaul. Because <laughs> now Pep is in the media criticizing De Bruyne. <laughs> you know, Bernardo Silva wants to go. If they, they might sign Bellingham and McAllister, watch. <laughs> I won't be surprised. Because <laughs> even Gundo, they're about to spend 300 million. Gundo hmm. is not renewing at hmm. all. So now, and they want Gav Diaz, hey, that guy. Please. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Marco Rose. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, last game uh, we predict this is the last Premier League game before. The international break, but we just had a world cup. Why we have international break? I don't even know what they are coming to play right now. They say world cup, every country can go, so I don't even know. <laughs> like, mm. 
I don't even know who are going to be there. But yeah, Arsenal Crystal Palace at the Emirates. How do you guys see this one going? Mind you, Arsenal plays fourteen uh, in the Europa League during the week. Crystal Palace would have had more than a week off. You know, I guess I think they get two weeks. Emirates. Yes, at Emirates. Oh, training. <laughs> Are you guys should do one for Patrick. Yeah. yeah. You know, it will be a typical Barkley story where Patrick Vieira gets a must needed win versus Arsenal. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. But yeah. It's not happening. It's not happening. At all. Good job. Yeah, hopefully we can come away with the win. I mean, I think, I don't know. Crystal Palace has always been a tricky fixture for us, especially at home for some weird reason. But hopefully, I don't know. That's a game to start with Nelson. After you have played the big guns in the Europa League to qualify to the next stage, then you bring on, you start with Nelson. You give Jesus a start. Fabio Vieira in midfield. Mm-hmm. Jorginho. We, we mm-hmm. tried that versus um, Bournemouth, but, you know. Anyway, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, those are the fixtures. Then there's an international break. So, yeah, hopefully, you know. Oh, and there's, I believe there's some FA Cup games. I think United and City and Co. Yeah. I think it's cool chop for the Manchester. I, we all know by now they've already rigged it for a Man U Man City FA Cup final. Yeah, they like that, that thing, red versus blue. Yeah, I'm open. Yeah. yeah, I hope you face yeah, them. It's interesting. Oh, yeah. Hey. Why? Can you beat them? You know you have won the cup. <laughs> We <laughs> face Brighton the final. I just want to say the last few teams that have beaten Man City in the semis don't win the final. So, mm. oh no, when we beat City in the semis, we won 2017. Mm. But that was even Pep. Never, Wait, no, it was Pep 16 17. Because we won't beat them, we didn't win. You didn't? Nah. Um, Chelsea lost three FA Cup finals back to back, but to Leicester and Liverpool. crazy. Yeah. Hey. Uh, I'm sure we will we'll be following, and then we're oh, into the semis. So. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. League. We can confirm up last eighth place this Thursday. All I you know is a great season. You know, I'll give my season, our season so fun. Hey, mm. third and trophy. Oh, if you oh, woke me up last season, uh, I will get a trophy and top four. This season, I'll be like, oh, sure. Why not? Why not? Mm-hmm. Charlie, I think Manu and Arsenal we're having great seasons. Chelsea, you know. I mean, Arsenal, I feel like we need a trophy to like cement it. So, but definitely. Chelsea looking like a D minus. Oh, me, I feel like, I feel like this was necessary in the sense that we needed to get bad before it got better. Yeah, like, let me, let me, let me give you an example. Like, we should have upgraded our midfield years ago. Okay. Kante, Jorginho, Kovacic. Great, great sevens, but Look at all the top teams around the world. They all have young talents in their midfield. Bayern are playing with Kimmich and Goretzka. Madrid have gone to go and sign. Oh, Kimmich is 26. He's just been playing since the guy was like 18. So he's been around for a while. But Madrid have Traumini in there right now. You know, all all of these top... And then we have... We are relying on N'Golo Kante right now, who who is unfortunately... Suffering through injury. Um, but because Tuku was eking out cup finals and 
competing for top four easily, the Champions League. Then it's like, oh, okay, yeah, this team just needs an attacker, and then we can go again. Oh, this team just needs. But truthfully, we have we have really needed open heart surgery, and yeah. now we have gotten it. Yeah. So you like the look <laughs> of Enzo Kovacic? No, Enzo Kovacic. Enzo Kovacic will not be the solution. No, it's um, Enzo Rice, huh? <laughs> because Enzo Kovacic, Kovacic is the guy who actually stays further forward, and Enzo is the guy doing the the stuff behind him, that double pivot. We truly need somebody whose whole essence is just to defend in the midfield to really unlock the next tier of Enzo. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Enzo, season one. <laughs> Enzo, it's okay. I don't want to say much. Combative midfielder. Not combative, but also a midfielder adept in the first phase of play. So you can roll him the ball. Two people so are rest. pressing him. He can uh, hey, mm-hmm. some, just 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 give me that. I'll be happy. They let it happen. Like, Rice anyway. is definitely going to Chelsea, man. Rice like a midfield nice three way. of next season, a midfield three. If we can roll up to the Etihad with Rice, Enzo, Kova, fifty wow. minutes, bring on Mount. Oh, we'll be cooking with Mudrik wide left, Sterling wide right, and then in Kunku up top. <laughs> Music to my ears. <laughs> We'll be cooking. Yeah, we'll be cooking. Yeah, that's, yeah. That sounds nice, you know. It, it sounds very nice. It sounds very yeah. nice. Chelsea are cooking really more like... I don't know. You are definitely building something. I just hope it doesn't yeah. work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so here's the thing that scares me. We are being linked with anybody and everybody. I'm hearing Oshiman. I'm hearing Sobotsla. I'm, I'm just like, bro, we can't have all of these guys. Pagofi is good, though, but like, we already have people in those spaces. Unless we are yeah. going... They also saying we are going to sign Jao Felix permanently. So how are you going to fit Mount hey. Felix in Kuku Sobotsly all in the in Kuku? Are you sure that thing is real? Because <laughs> I don't know how you can sign all these players and like ah, it makes no sense. Uh, it's too far. Hmm. But Kuku, wasn't agreed before Boy came in. Yeah. Well, I think it was agreed when he came in that January. Or oh, no, maybe in the summer. Yeah, after the summer. Yeah. But Nkunku can play the strike room. Yeah, he can. And that I was. think having him will mean positional flexibility up top. Fair. So sometimes you go wide left. Mudrik will come up yeah. top. Sometimes Sterling. Yeah, yeah. We could cook. We could cook. Emphasis on could. <laughs> yeah. That was tough for your heart. That's why I'm on one yeah, game. If your, team is, if your team is off form, there, Charlie, you go brew. Hmm. Anyway. But yeah, another brilliant episode of the Checking Vibe podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, yeah. Arsenal fans, Man City fans, Charlie, Chelsea fans, Man U fans, Liverpool fans. This is where the season is getting good. You know, earlier... He stated how when it's left to about 11, 12 games of the season, it's a whole new competition. And now so, yeah, we're here. We're here, so we'll see how it goes. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll catch you next week.